this is the best day of your life. Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And we are so excited because this program has something very special. Wouldn't you say that? That's true. And Mom, do you have a testimony that you wanted to share? Do, I, do you want me to share I this? I think it would be really helpful. Oh, I think so too. Yep. Let me do it. Okay. This woman wrote in and said that she had a father who was hospitalized at ICU. And she said, I don't know what happened because today he is asking for food to eat. You know, that's an answer to prayer. Mm -hmm. And we love to have you call us because our purpose is to be a blessing to you. That's true. And you might be watching right now struggling with any kind of health issues or any kind of family issues. We love to pray for you. And we know that God answers prayer. And also, we just want to thank all of our partners. If you're watching today and you're our partner, we're so very grateful for you. You help us to cover the earth with the word. And really, that's very, very powerful. It changes lives around the world. And we know the word of God changes your life as well. And in just a moment, we're going to be joining an interview that mom and I did with a gentleman by the name of Robert Henderson. I really like Robert because he speaks to things in our lives where we have difficulties in seeing a breakthrough. So you might be watching today and you might be thinking, well, you know, I've had some problems in my, in my history, in my family history. Sometimes we have these diagnoses from doctors that say, well, you have a genetic predisposition. Or, you know, you say, well, my father was an addict, my grandfather was an addict, or, you know, our family has anger management. And we think about these things in terms of generational, we just pass these things down to our kids. And, and I really want you to watch this program now with Robert, because I know it will set you free and give you some fresh identity in Jesus. You know, coronavirus has really hit our world, but I don't want it to hit what we're doing. And so we have prayed, and we believe that we are to extend our time in Israel. Is that awesome? Who wouldn't like more time in Israel? Look at the things that we can see. We can see the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever seen that? Ooh, I have, I love it. We can also see the Garden Tomb. We can see so many biblical sites. So don't give up on us. Go with me. I think the Holy Land will come alive to you. I think it's going to be a very special time because we had to eliminate Italy, but we didn't eliminate Israel. We just added to it. And we want to add you to it too. And we want you to invite your friends. Bring them along. How exciting this day is, especially for you. You say, why do you say that? Because I'm telling you, this day, our guest is going to rock your boat. And I mean rock it in a good way. And I want to thank all of you partners and wonderful people who pray for me and Sarah and help us and stand with us in all kinds of situations and circumstances because we are called to cover the earth with the word. And you are a part of that. So we appreciate you so much. And I believe when God rocks your boat, it's a good rocking. Don't you believe that? And I know through the years I've had him rock my boat on various things, and it's always been a good rocking. I'm still here. Love what he is doing. Love to be involved in his plan for this day. And we have a guest today, Robert Henderson. 
And this is very wonderful because he has prayers and declarations that absolutely open the courts of heaven. Who doesn't want heaven open to them? We want an open heaven, absolutely. We need an open heaven. So, Robert, we're so delighted you're here. Thank you. Sarah it's and good I to be here. appreciate you. you. And you're going to share what God has put on your heart here, and you're going to receive it. Right? Right. Amen. You know, yeah, when I wrote that book, um, of course, I've written several books on the court of heaven mm -hmm. and just the whole idea of approaching God from a judicial perspective yeah. because he sits on his throne. And I tell people that the throne is not just a place of worship. It's a place of judicial activity. And, and in Daniel chapter 7, in verses 9 and 10, Daniel as a seer, like he was able to see into the unseen realm. It says, as he watched, he saw this happening. And what he said was he saw the court seated and the books open. In other words, the court, the, the judicial uh, setting of heaven came into order and God as, as judge was ready to render decisions that would, that would bring um, effect into the earth. Uh, it, it, would, it would change life on the earth. And that's the thing that we can do. We can come before God as our judge and appeal to him and ask him for decisions that can reorder and reset activities in the earth. And so that's really what that book is about, is how to do that in different, in different uh, dimensions and in different realms. In other words, we can change the news. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. You know... What, this, this is an interesting book. In Courts of Heaven, I mean, I think about that. I'm like, huh, I have to use my imagination. And I appreciate Daniel 7 because I'm always about, if it's not in the Bible, yes. hey, all bets are off. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. But it also helps me to think in terms of my imagination and thinking of the Courts of Heaven. And, and uh, when I start to dream and think about that, and you might be watching right now and thinking, I don't understand that. Well, first of all, grab your copy of this really powerful book. One of the things I love about it is it's short. <laughs> and I like short because then I can get it. I can read it. So grab your copy, pass it around to some friends. It would be really helpful. But when, when we imagine the court of heaven, what can you describe? What does that look like to, yeah, for us? You know, that's a really good question. And I like what you're saying about imagining because, you know, God created our imagination. And so often we think, well, we, you know, we shouldn't do that or whatever. But, but if, it's, if our imagination is based on the word of God. Right. That, that's, if, it, if it's just an imagination out there, something I'm conjuring up, that's one thing. But if, my, if I'm imagining things based on what's in the Word, and what you're saying in Daniel 7, Daniel says, he said, I watched till thrones were set into place. Mm -hmm. And then it says, and the Ancient of Days took his seat upon his throne. This is all Daniel 7, 9, and 10. And it talks about thousands upon thousands being there. And it says, and the court was seated, which I understand to be all that activity Daniel is describing. The court was seated, and it says, and the books were open. And that's really an interesting statement because Psalms 139:16 says that every one of us has a book in heaven. David said, all my days yet unfashioned and my substance yet unformed, they were written down in a book in heaven. Wow. And so, so what, what's, what that book is, is actually why my, my reason for being here, my purpose for being here. Paul said the same thing when he said, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus under good works, which were planned beforehand that we should walk in them. In other words, I, I tell people, destiny, destiny is not something we create. Destiny is something we discover. 
In other words, I discover what's already been planned for me. Could you say that again? Yeah, destiny is not what we create. It's something we discover. Excellent. And it, some people watching right now don't feel like they have a future, mm -hmm. right? They're hopeless. If you're watching right now and you're struggling, I don't feel like I have a future. I don't feel like I have a purpose. I don't know. And, and you've asked that question. Some of you are watching right now, and you've had a purpose, but seasons, life has changed. And so you're struggling to find what's my, quote, new purpose, Destiny. And so I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray with you, pray for you, that God would help you in this, in this transition time, season, and, and really lock that into your heart, that you have destiny, you have purpose. And it's not over, right? I mean, God's got continuous things worked up and lined up for you ahead of time beforehand. So hop on the phone, get on the website. So that's really powerful because if you think God's got that stuff already written down. Yes, it's already written down. And see, my job, our job, because each one of us has a book, is to fulfill what was written in the book of heaven about us before we ever existed in the earth. Because in 2 Timothy 1.9, Paul said to Timothy that they were called according to his purpose and grace that was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So before anything existed, before there was sun, moon, stars, anything that created time, he says that we were, we were apportioned purpose and grace. Purpose is what's in our book. Grace is the, is the empowerment to fulfill to it. it. Yeah. So... I would, that was set for me. So what I do, I come into the earth and I'll know I'm discovering what's in my book because of the grace attached to it. Because I tell people, I said, if you think something's your purpose, but there's no grace attached to it, it's not your purpose. Because he gave us both purpose and grace. Wow. So, so the way I have discovered my purpose in life was I've realized I'm grace to do this. There's a grace on my life to do this. I, I enjoy doing it. I'm, I'm good at it. I found out I have gifts to do it with. Uh, I, I found out that there are people that, that bear witness to that. You know, all these kind of things. And so, because discovering, the reason why this is so important to the courts is because the court was seated and the books were open. Because what we're going to present in the court, what we're going to ask the court for, comes out of those books. That's why it's, it, the, the court is open and the books, books or the court is seated, the books are open. And you share that in your book. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. I tell you, it will encourage you. I love Psalm 139, <laughs> you know, because it's like God's personal plan for you, that he writes it in a book. Uh, it's also planned. But I'm telling you, when you see the prayers and declarations that open the courts of heaven, it is awesome. Now, listen, we'd love for you to get the books, but we'd also like to pray for you. We don't counsel, but we'd like for you to call us and let us pray with you and get the book or books and pass them on. Now, I like to give people books because it changes them. Fruit, you know, it's gone. You eat it. Candy is going to make you fat, but this is going to make you rich in God, and that's very important. So you need to call us. And when I read this and went through it, it makes me know how much he loves me. Yes. It's almost like, come let us reason together. You know, that when we get our sins cleansed, it's the purpose behind my life. God didn't just design me like this, because sometimes we think, God, why didn't I have stronger hair or longer hair? Why wasn't I taller? Why am I fat? Anyway, you see purpose in your life. So be sure you call in. Be sure you leave your prayer request. 
Sarah, I think this is extremely important to everyone. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think this is a maybe. This is I got to get it. It's so important. So you will be answering some of the things that probably everyone is watching today and receiving. So this is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. The other thing, too, we're going to take just a quick little pause, but I want to ask this question. And, and when I think of courts and judge and courtroom, you know, I have these, like, images of Perry Mason. You know, I remember when I was little, and it used to be yeah. the black and white on TV, da-da-da-da, and it freaked me out. I was scared of Perry Mason like there was no tomorrow. Whenever I saw that, I was like, change it, quick, 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 quick. And, and I think... Probably there are some individuals you might be watching, and, and this idea of court is scary, mm -hmm. and it's intimidating. And standing before a judge mm -hmm. um, is very, very, uh, can be very unnerving. So we're going to answer this question for you, <laughs> right, when we come back here in just a couple of seconds. Arm yourself with powerful prayers and declarations that bring you into the courts of heaven. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Robert Henderson's book, Prayers and Declarations That Open the Courts of Heaven. I've been able to get breakthrough in. I'm going to teach you how to come into the courts of heaven and see God render a decision that will allow your breakthrough for you and your family to come. Through this book, you will learn how to break bloodline curses and generational inequities that cripple your destiny, overcome hindrances to receiving your miracle healing, declare supernatural reversals and miraculous turnarounds, and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's Move Your Mountain teaching CD, what every person wants to know about prayer book and our confessions scripture card. For your gift of $65 or more, we will send you our Jewish prayer shawl. This anointed and beautifully detailed shawl will add a special level of peace and focus to your daily prayer time. Receive your supernatural breakthrough. Open the courts of heaven today. Call or click today to receive this transformational resource. excited. We have a wonderful guest, Robert Henderson, with us today. And Robert, I just asked, kind of, I wanted to throw a fat pitch to you about an intimidating judge or being in a court. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of standing in a court and it makes my knees knock. Right. You know, and all yeah. the TV things we've seen, really intimidating. What do you say to a person who might be scared about that? Well, I would say that what they have to understand is that God as judge is there to judge the adversary, not us. In other, in other words, when, when Jesus taught on this, see, Jesus actually taught on this. He put prayer, when he taught on prayer, he put prayer in three dimensions, approaching God as father, as friend, and as judge. 
Okay, in Luke 11, he talked about approaching God as Father and friend. But then in Luke 18, he, he put the whole picture of a widow coming before an unjust judge and her ability to get a verdict from this unjust judge. And so what Jesus was actually saying was if this widow, who had no power, no means, no resources to bribe an unjust judge, if she could get a verdict from this unjust judge by a persistent presentation of her case, how much more can we come before God as the righteous judge and see him render verdicts in our behalf? Wow. See, when we come before the judge, we're not talking about him. We're not talking about him hurting us or doing damage to us. We're talking about him being granted the rights he needs to be able to revoke the devil's rights that he would be claiming against us. Hmm. Okay, and so we do that. We do that. This is the way I do it, by reminding the Lord as my judge of what Jesus did for me. Lord, Lord, I need for you to know, Lord, that when Jesus died on the cross, that, that he legally stripped the enemy of his rights to operate against me. So I'm asking for a decision from you as my judge. Lord, I'm asking for the enemy's legal rights to be revoked off of me, to be revoked off my health, to be revoked off my family, to be revoked off my finances. I'm asking, Lord, that I could have the destiny I was made for. So I'm appealing to the judge to render verdicts or decisions against the enemy in my behalf based on what Jesus has done for me. Mm. And, and that's really wow. what we're doing. We're putting into place everything that Jesus died for us to have. Mm. That's what we're doing before. But we're approaching him from his place as judge and asking him to render that based on who he is and what Jesus has done for us. Mm. The other thing I would say, the other thing I would say, I believe one of the things that we need in the body of Christ is a good restoration of the fear of the Lord. Uh, because I, I, I know God loves us, and I mean, I live from his love, his grace, his kindness, but I also know that he's God. And that, and that, and that when I come before him as judge, like when I come before him, I say, Lord, I present myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. I give you the right, Lord, to examine me. If there's any evil way in me, any hurtful way in me, like David said, Lord, search me, examine me, and, and, and you know, deal with anything that needs to be dealt with in my life. But I know that as my loving father, he's only going to do that from, from his love and his compassion and his care for me, and that any discipline he brings in my, into my life is for the purpose of me being qualified to reach my destiny. And so, because what Hebrews says, no discipline for the moment is pleasant, right. but afterwards it, it yields, yields the peaceable fruits of righteousness. It really and, 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 this, it's, and the thing is, discipline is not some tragedy happened. Discipline is that whisper of the Holy Spirit in our hearts that we say, God, I don't, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. It's, it's, it's that simple when we respond to him that way. Mm -hmm. but so, and so I do that even before him as my father, but I give him the right as the judge to evaluate me and search me out. Dave, I mean, Paul did too. Mm -hmm. In First Thessalonians, Paul said that Paul spoke. He was the one who tried his heart. In Thessalonians, he said, he said that that God tried his heart because all of us have to allow that to happen. But it's a good thing. It's a healthy thing for us. Uh, but 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 in the middle of all that, the Lord comes and renders decisions against the adversary based on who Jesus is and what He has done. Yeah, mm. this is very powerful. You say, he's talking fast, I can't remember it all. <laughs> but this is in the book. And so prayers and declarations that open the courts of heaven, that's a big deal. So you need to call in, of course, leave your prayer request, and get three or four of these. Give them as gifts. 
you know, give people something that really helps them, not candy that makes them fat. This is a really good gift. So please call us today. The other, I'm going to ask this question too. I, I feel strongly on this. So I get this picture in my head. Imagine that. Okay, I'm in, in this court. And Holy Spirit is my advocate. Yes. That's really great. You have a whole chapter. Yes. Hello, make sure true. you get this. <laughs> but that's really helpful. But I think about this in terms of um, the enemy, mm -hmm. right? So the, the prosecuting attorney, the mm -hmm. prosecuting attorney, who is the enemy? Mm -hmm. and, and standing in judgment against me. And so when the enemy, and the enemy accuses me, the enemy condemns me, the enemy um, says I'm less than. Mm -hmm. There's deception, distortion. And so when I stand before in the court of heaven and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm a loser. Oh my goodness, I'm not worth it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm less than, you know, I'm, I'm guilty. I've done these things. Um, how does that play out with the prosecutor, the mm -hmm. enemy? It, that's interesting because in Revelation 12, 10, and 11, it says that the accuser of the brethren uh, accuses us before God day and night. And we know that that's not somebody in the natural because, because number one, it's day and night. And I tell people, I said, if it's somebody in the natural, I said, natural people at least take a breath every now and then. <laughs> I said, but this, this thing is day and night bringing accusation against us. But it also says it's before God. Uh, people talk about us to other people. But this is, some, this is something, this is the accuser that's speaking before God. And that word accuser is the Greek word kategoros. And it actually means a complainant at law, one, uh, uh, one who's against you in the assembly. So it's a legal position. He is bringing a legal complaint against you because it's at law. Okay, well, well the word kategoros, this is quite interesting. It's where we get the word categorize from. Yeah. So, because so what he does through his accusations, he tries to categorize us. He tries to put limits on us. Mm -hmm. He tries to make us and other people think about us in a wrong way. See, this, this is what wow. he does through his accusations. And so we have to know how to go before the court. And it, said, it tells us through the blood of the lamb. And labels. That's right. That's, that's what defining, wow. labeling. He labels us so that we begin to think about ourselves in a certain way. And I tell people, I said, not only do I have to break that and silence his voice against me. And I said, why is it in the midst of having all the good teaching on identity in the body of Christ, mm -hmm. people still struggle? because they've never silenced the voice of the accuser. Because you can, you can have all the good teaching, but if that voice is still spewing yeah. out the accusations, exactly. then, then, then I'm still being polluted by what he's saying, being labeled, being defined. And so when I silence his voice through the blood of the lamb, the word of the testimony, and by not loving my life unto death, and I silence that voice, all of a sudden I am free to begin to believe who I really am in God. Who Jesus and what happens? Faith begins to rise up in my heart, and faith begins to 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 come into my spirit. Yeah. And because because it says in first was it first John chapter four? I, oh, no, first John chapter three. It says if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. But if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God? See, if the enemy can keep us feeling condemned, we can never operate in faith. But if we can get free from the labels by silencing this voice then all of a sudden I'm free to operate in a new realm of faith and see breakthroughs come and miracles come and all these kind of things come. And that's really what some of the things we teach in the book there is how to do that. Mm -hmm. And you might be watching right now, maybe you've had been labeled 
Um, and maybe there's some symptoms for sure and some behaviors that you've had that would kind of support some of that label. But I want to encourage you today, we want to pray for you that God would strip the label and replace it with your divine identity, who God made you to be. goes with Romans 8, 16. Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children, son and daughter of God. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. Oh my goodness, pray for you that God would help you to walk out of the label, out of the categorization, out of the stereotype and really walk in the truth and the reality who God has made you to be. And when you get on the phone, get on the website, grab, here's the deal. You can look at this. It's a little short, concise book, very simple, easy to read and, and very succinct. And I want to encourage you, don't just get one copy, get at least three to five, because this is a phenomenal gift you can give to how many of us know friends, neighbors, relatives, co-workers, fellow students that need a little bit of help with this whole accusing, condemning. And we hear it at play in our own head, in our own mind. Hop on the phone, get on the website. A, we want to pray for you. B, grab several copies of this book. It'll be immense resource for you to live out your divine purpose and destiny God created you for. Arm yourself with powerful prayers and declarations that bring you into the courts of heaven. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Robert Henderson's book, Prayers and Declarations That Open the Courts of Heaven. Been able to get breakthrough in, I'm going to teach you how to come into the courts of heaven and see God render a decision that will allow your breakthrough for you and your family to come. Through this book, you will learn how to break bloodline curses and generational inequities that cripple your destiny, overcome hindrances to receiving your miracle healing, declare supernatural reversals and miraculous turnarounds, and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's Move Your Mountain teaching CD, what every person wants to know about prayer book, and our Confessions scripture card. For your gift of $65 or more, we will send you our Jewish prayer shawl. This anointed and beautifully detailed shawl will add a special level of peace and focus to your daily prayer time. Receive your supernatural breakthrough. Open the courts of heaven today. Call or click today to receive this transformational resource. We're so thrilled that you've been watching us and, and our interview here. Robert, I know many of our viewers really would appreciate you praying for them because this is really powerful stuff. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. Good. So, so Father, I just want to thank you right now for all those that are watching. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I want to ask that even as we would come before your courts right now, Lord, we acknowledge that you are the Lord, you're the judge of all the earth. You're the righteous judge. And Lord, I want to ask that every resistance and restriction that's on your people, that there would be judgments and verdicts and decisions rendered from your court that would revoke the legal rights the enemy is claiming. Lord, we would remind you that your blood does speak in our behalf, that the blood of Jesus does speak, and it causes any and every voice that would speak to resist us, it causes that voice to be silenced so that his legal rights to restrict us, I decree are now broken and they are removed. And I say, Lord, that finances come free. Healing begins to flow, Lord. And Father, I thank you that, that breakthrough in families come. Lord, I pray marriages are healed. Lord, I pray wayward, rebellious children are brought home again. I thank you for this, Lord. I say that there shall be no lack and there shall be nothing that shall resist your purposes. And I give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is so wonderful. And, you know, we believe, I believe, and I want you to believe it too, that every day can be a miracle day. 
So I want you to say, this is the best day of my life because Jesus loves me.